Hello, and welcome to On Purpose Faith. I'm your host, Jan Neary. I really hope you enjoy this episode as we journey together on this faith walk. I have a special favor to ask, though. Would you consider promoting and sharing my podcast and checking out the advertised products? I'd really appreciate that. In just a few seconds, this episode will start, so be sure to listen all the way to the end to learn how to connect with me further. I really appreciate you a lot. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, this is Jan Neary, and welcome to On Purpose Faith. Today's topic, I'm going to name it New Scene Shadows. And it's coming from the scripture verses Ezekiel 16, 1 through 6 in the Bible. And I was listening recently to Bishop T.D. Jakes on this scripture, and it was very, very deep, was reaching pretty deep into my heart. And I wanted to share some of that with you today. New scene shadows. Have you gone into a situation? Are you in a situation right now where, you know, maybe you've been given a new opportunity, whether it's a new job or a new class or a new friend or, um, you know, just you kind of been given a fresh start in, in some aspect of your life. And yet, you know, the same things keep start, you know, they, the same things start to happen again, like they did in other past relationships or past jobs or, you know, past classes, um, whatever your new situation is, or you can relate it to something that happened in the past that maybe didn't go so well. And this spoke very deeply to me because I've been struggling to get my business off the ground. And just, I feel like I've just hit roadblock after roadblock. And although I have survived by God's grace, I have survived an entire year. Um, every month it is just a struggle. And so this, this really spoke to me today because this passage of scripture is quite uh, picturesque. It is God speaking through Ezekiel to the nation of Israel and laying out for them as, as he is so prone to do um, in like parable format or picture format to show the nation of Israel what has happened and, and you know, where they came from and where, how he blessed them and then what they did with that. And so this is again the case in this chapter, but what the picture that's used is a baby that has been birthed and has just been left. They didn't cut the umbilical cord. They didn't uh, clean up the wounds. They left all the mucus and the blood is pretty gross to think about this, but basically uh, just abandoned left to die and just left to fend for on its own. And this is just really a depraved condition. And, you know, what's coming out of this is that uh, abuse comes in many forms. And many of us have experienced abuse um, and or neglect. So sometimes abuse comes in the form of somebody coming to you and, and influencing you in a negative way, um, pretty dramatically. 
but sometimes it comes in the form of neglect, not paying attention, um, discounting you, discounting your thoughts, making you feel like you're not worthy of something, um, ignoring you. Um, there are just so many ways uh, people make promises all the time. They don't follow through on. Sometimes that's very hurtful. I've had that happen in business, you know, where, um, you know, somebody said to me, you're in business by on, but on your, by yourself, you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself is what I was told over and over again. And yet I'm struggling here by myself. And so, um, you know, there are, there are things like this that happen. Now, the tendency can be to point fingers and, you know, feel like, okay, they didn't care about me. And so, or they didn't care enough about my business or they didn't care enough about um, the purpose or what I'm trying to accomplish to, to step in and help out or do what they said they would do or, um, you know, kind of be there. And so uh, we have a tendency to, to kind of internalize that. And what happens over time is that we, we start to develop um, a prejudice internally. And it may not be an outward thing. It may be in little actions, little attitudes that we have. It could be um, just the way we perceive something because all of a sudden our radar is on, right? And so as soon as somebody starts to say that little thing, like, you know, if you've been dumped by a boyfriend, the next time you have a boyfriend, as soon as they start making little insinuations that remind you of that previous boyfriend, then you start already thinking, oh my gosh, this is going that same way. Don't we do that? And so, you know, this really has struck me because these are the reasons why we can't progress. You know, this is what's holding us back a lot of times is because we cannot get past those. We, we can't seem to identify and overcome the things that we're doing because, right, every new situation, that other person wasn't there, right? So the new situation is just you and the new new situation, right? And so if things start going that same way, then what's the common denominator? So I need to examine myself so that I can figure that out. It's me. It's not them. And so um, and then part of it could be them because a lot in a lot of ways I am still attracting or attracted to those things that I've become accustomed to. And so, therefore, a lot of times I will be putting myself in similar situations. So I want to, I want to get, I don't know about you, but I want to get to the place where I am not going into those situations anymore. I want to learn what I need to learn this time around because I don't want to go around the same, you know, 40 years of wilderness experience again, right? So some of the things that... I have been identifying for myself have been things like learned helplessness and a victim mentality. And although I don't project, I don't think I do. Um, it's becoming, you know, God's kind of peeling back the layers and showing me different attitudes, different ways that I internalize that. And I still have a deep rooted belief uh, that I, I am not successful. I, I'm prone to fail. 
I'm prone to mess things up and that perhaps people don't really like me. And these have come from childhood experiences where, you know, I was a new kid in school um, and wasn't accepted in that community because we were outsiders in a very small local community. And, uh, you know, that, that has, we, you know, our brain goes to work trying to prove that we're right. So if we are thinking that way, then every time something comes up, our brain is going to say, see, they don't like you. See, they don't like you. See, there's another situation where they did something and that means they didn't like you. They, they didn't invite you or they didn't, um, you know, they didn't extend a, a greeting to you or um, they put somebody on the schedule instead of you or, you know, you were you were not chosen and this other person was chosen. So these are we have to catch ourselves. We really have to be on our toes and catch that thinking because and, and give it to God, because those are the little things that we internalize that are manifesting themselves in deeper ways that we aren't recognizing. And so I want, I don't know about you, but I want to fulfill everything God put me on this earth to do. Absolutely everything. I don't want there to be any stone unturned. Whatever his purpose is for my life on this planet, I want to fulfill it. And I fear that up to this point in my life, there've been many things that I have not accomplished Although hopefully by God's grace, he is merciful in understanding that I was not yet aware, but that remains to be seen, right? So God has promised us in his word. So Ezekiel goes through and shows the depravity of Israel. And then he shows how God rescued them. He came, he passed by and he saw them in their, in their bloody you know, mess that they were in, he cleaned them off. And then as they grew and as they learned, he came and he saw their nakedness and he covered them and he blessed them and he prospered them. And they had all sorts of things and clothing and gold and everything that he gave them. God gave them this. And then, um, you know, they, they began to, as, uh, the nation of Israel is. And I'm, I'm afraid to say, as we tend to be, you know, we start thinking, oh, we did this. Oh, you know, I earned that. And God's word is very clear in Ezekiel. He says, you perverted what I gave you. You made a harlot out of the things that I gave you. He said, it was my gold. It was my food. It was my clothing that I gave you. And yet you took it and you did these things with it. And so it shows the nation of Israel kind of coming full circle because then, you know, God, God takes issue with that. And then they are again in captivity or uh, in desperate times. And of course, then we see them crying out to God again. And this is a repeated pattern pretty much all through scripture. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I don't I don't want to be on that path. I don't want to be going around in that circle. And so I want to do everything possible to um, come out of this and be be um, on track with God and not going the way of the harlot and 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 taking other things 
to be more important than God is what that means as, as a harlot, you know, putting my faith, my trust, my belief, my security, my, my, my fulfillment in those things. It must always be in God. And so, you know, what can I do about that? So God, God gives us the promises. He wants to bless us. He wants to help us. He is there for us. And, and, you know, he, he doesn't know failure. He doesn't want failure for us. And so we have that. And how, but how do I change my, my, my daily coming in and goings out? You know, how do I, how do I get to where I can, um, walk that path in full integrity with the Lord hand in hand with him? Like, can can I do that? And I think the answer is yes. And I believe today that, you know, what I, I did today in my personal time was I just made a list of all, again, I've done this before, um, and I'll do it as many times as I need to, but when the God, the Lord shows it to me, I need to do it. So, um, I made a list of all of the people who have let me down, who have hurt me, who have made me feel like less than a person that I am, um, who have, have made me, um, compromise on things to pressuring me. And, and, you know, I wasn't, maybe wasn't strong then to push back, but all of the ways that I failed, everything I failed and every person that was connected with that, I'm, I just made a list of that. And then I, um, you know, I speak that truth. I speak what it, it did to me and what it, what it, what it, um, the consequences of that were in my life. And, you know, if I was responsible in any way, I confess that also. And then I forgive them. I forgive each person by name. I visualize that person sitting in front of me and I forgive that person and I forgive myself. And then um, I give them to the Lord because God is so merciful and he knows exactly what we need. And that person is also a hurt human being. That person also has experienced rejection, um, great, you know, attacks on, on their own person. They have their own um, ways that people have let them down and, and discouraged them and kept them from being all that they can be. And they are somewhere in that process of understanding God, right? And so I give that person to God. Um, some, some of the people that I had to forgive were people in ministry. And so, you know, they clearly were aware of, you know what, maybe it was just my perception. So, you know, I can forgive that person, but I also need to ask for forgiveness for myself and give myself to the Lord as well. So that's how I deal with overcoming some of these things. Now, you know, this is not magic and things don't happen overnight, but I know in my spirit, I just felt a great sense of relief and like a burden was lifted off of me today um, because I am in a new situation and some similar things were starting to happen again in this situation. And I don't want to go down that road. And so, um, you know, I just feel today like a great burden has lift, been lifted off of me and I know that's going to impact my 
business, my ability to connect with other people and have healthy, happy, and fruitful relationships. And so I hope this has helped you. And uh, if it has, please uh, like, subscribe, share my podcast. And I would love to hear your comments as always. I'm Jan Neary. You've been listening to On Purpose Faith. Blessings to you for your journey. Thanks for listening. Well, that concludes this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If this episode spoke to you, there are three things you can do. Number one, comment. Your comments help me to know you better and what is relevant to you. Do you have a similar or different experience than mine? I'd love to hear about it. Number two, I want to get my podcast out there to share with more people. So please like, subscribe, and share. My whole goal is to help people like you. So when you like, subscribe, and share, it makes that possible. Number three, consider becoming a supporting listener. It takes time and resources to put out this podcast. So just a few dollars each month collectively from each listener can make sure that I continue walking alongside you and others with this podcast. You can donate by clicking the link in this podcast description. Thank you in advance. I'm Jan Neary, and thank you for listening to On Purpose Faith.